Hey, hey, you know what? I was listening to the podcast I did this morning. I bored myself. I was so bored. I think I do these things so early in the morning that I'm tired and everything is monotone. And that's not me at all. It's just not me. So we're trying this a little later in the day. I'm going to see if this is just a little more, a little more, um, I don't know, color to my voice. Gee whiz. I tell you what. Okay. So what, what I'm going to do today is I am simply going to walk through what the Lord taught me today. I got like three pages of stuff. It's really good. It's really, really good. So preface with saying this, this is what it's about. So if it's not interesting to you, you can just turn it off here. I am where I'm at is I'm working on not my, my body is stressed. So I'm working with the Lord on letting that go. I'm and which also has to do with spiritual warfare and that's where I'm at. And that's what he's teaching me. So if that is something that seems interesting to you, then keep on keeping on. So here we go this morning, early, early this morning, I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you what I do because I'm going to do another podcast where I actually walk through my quiet time and that would be more interesting. So this morning I, I do the things I always do, pray, I worship, and then I go into this. So in my mind, I'm praying, and in my mind while I'm praying, I see myself pictured at a table with Jesus, and that is Psalm 23. He prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. So in my mind, I'm sitting there this morning, and I'm sitting at this table with Jesus, and I am surrounded by disgusting, gross evil demons and you can just like they're like crowding in on the space but they can't get to me because I'm sitting there with Jesus and they're like crowding into the space and I'm and I can't I'm getting really distracted from trying to focus on Jesus because all I can think is you know I'm I'm being crowded in this space with these demons and they hate me oh they hate me there's just vitriol in all of them and so I feel like, so I'm going to say Jesus said, but please know this is not scripture in any way. It's just a conversation I'm having with Jesus in my mind. And I, I reserve the right to be wrong. I reserve the right to have heard this wrong. And I want you to make sure you go to the Holy Spirit and you say, is what she said correct? And if he says yes, if he says no, then please let me know because I want to know. I don't want to say things that are that are theologically wrong and that would cause someone to go astray. I do not want that at all. That would break my heart. So I feel like Jesus was talking. I am, I am so distracted that he says to me, where is it? This is not trusting me. I was distracted and I kept looking at the demons the whole time, which is kind of how it goes in my life. I'm distracted with what demons are doing because I live in a bit of a supernatural house and we do have issues from time to time. The Lord has taught me how to deal with it, how they came in and how to kick it out. It's not often, but you know, it's happened. So with a thought from Jesus, just a thought, he didn't even have to say anything, just a thought, they all disappear. Now they're still there, but now I can't see them. And he says, this is trusting me knowing that they're there, but out of sight, out of mind, I'm handling it. You can focus on me. So 
That told me this morning, stop focusing so much on what they're doing. He said, you do not need to be hyper aware of them. They are not what's important. That's what he said. So that was my lesson this morning to stop over-focusing on what they're doing, which is the news. By the way, that's the news. It's what they're doing. Um, I don't watch the news anymore, and I haven't for a while. So that's, that was my lesson this morning. Don't be hyper-aware of what they're doing. And I wrote this. Demons are around, but they are of no concern to me because they must wait for sin. They can't do anything unless I give them an open door uh, or a right to come in. They can't do anything. Um, Like fire ants, I know where not to step. So this is sort of the parable that he showed me this morning. With fire, I think it's fire ants. Uh, Please don't be mad if I'm wrong. But I think it's with fire ants. They'll crawl up on your foot, but they don't start biting right away. They do a coordinated attack. They all bite at the same time. So you don't even know they're on their feet until they all start biting. It's a coordinated attack. And what the Lord said the other day was, don't ignore demons. If if they're around, if if you're being hit with shame, um, you know, know, the merry-go-round shame that doesn't end, um, the depression. If you're getting hit with something, do not ignore that. Because if you do, they're still put, they're still coming in for a coordinated attack. It ain't even started yet. They're just getting set up. They're, they're, there's more coming. Don't ignore demons. So that's something he told me the other day. So like fire ants, I've got my yard cleaned up enough that I know where to step. And I know where not to step. I know not to go out in the backyard in this area because I'm going to get ants. So I just avoid that area. But for the most part, it's cleaned up. I, know I, can, I can live a nice life in my yard and not get bit by ants. Well, it's the same thing how I live in the kingdom. I know what sins I'm prone to. So I don't I don't go there. I don't watch R-rated movies. I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch movies with drugs. I don't watch movies with sex. I don't watch many movies these days. I'm not kidding. I just did Pride and Prejudice for the 30th time. I mean, I don't watch I don't watch that many movies anymore. I know where not to step. I'm not going to walk into a bar. I'm not going to go to a party where stuff is going on, um, drugs and drinking. I'm not, I'm just not going there. So I've got my life cleaned up enough that I can walk around just fine without running into sin. You know, I got it cleaned up. So he said this, that's what he was saying. That was a little parable he told me this morning. You got your fire ants cleaned up. You got your life cleaned up enough. You don't have to be so hyper aware of them. That was really good. Okay, and then here was a rebuke. He gave me a rebuke, and these are good. So we have a, a close family friend who opened a retail business in our city, and they've been working really hard on this to make it successful. They're still struggling. We're praying for them. It's been a couple of years, and then we just found out that a competitor is opening the same type of business right down the street, and I want to get mad. I want to get upset about it, and so I tracked, you know, I looked him up on Facebook, and I'm looking at his profile, and I'm, I'm making snap judgments about this person I've never met because they're, they're giving competition to my friend, and what the Lord said this morning is, you cannot curse this man or his business, because your friends, uh, your 
because you're friends. You're impartial to your friends. Or no, you're partial to your friends. He said, you cannot, so I cannot speak gossip about him. I can't say, I hope that business fails because no fair, he's, he's, he's putting up a business right down the street. I cannot say it. I can't think it. I can't harbor it in my heart. God did not put me here to judge this man. Jesus died for this man too. I have to stay impartial and I have to, I have to be God's heart to both of them. God loves both of them. Jesus died on the cross for both of them. I, and I, I want blessings on both of their businesses. So that was my rebuke. I had to go back and I had to ask forgiveness for that. Uh, I just fell into it. It was so easy. I just fell into it because it's my friend and I want to fight for my friend. And he said, no, no, no. He actually said that is witchcraft. If you use the authority I put in your mouth to say this other business will fail or you hope it fails for your friend, that is witchcraft. Um, okay, I want nothing to do with that. So I, I repented and that's over. Uh, then we started talking about um, warfare and things that demons can do, things that I worry about, you know. And Jesus said, and again, this is not a direct quote. It was just my conversation with him. Move freely in the world knowing that my protection is always with you. This is what he showed me. I don't know if you've ever seen this. But on, on Instagram, there's a, there's a little video of ducklings that are on like a roof over a door. Uh, one of those little things, whatever it's called, portico, I don't know. I don't know why they're up there, but they all have to get down to follow their mama. And it's it's above a doorway. It's pretty high. So this man stops and he's catching these ducklings one by one. They jump off. I mean, they just jump. They have no idea what the ground is going to feel like. They're just jumping. And he's catching them and letting them down on the ground. And there's like eight to 10 of them. He just keeps doing it. So the Lord showed me that picture and he said, just jump, just jump out in faith because I am standing here waiting to catch you. And, you know, I'm standing here. I'm going to do this with you. Just jump out in faith. I thought that was really, really good. He also showed me um, Elisha. There's Elijah and Elisha. Elijah came first. He did the big showdown with Jezebel. And then after that, he was just sort of done. So he went and get and got Elisha who took over his mantle. And so there's a really great story in 2 Kings 6.17. Elijah's in a tent, and his servant, I'm not sure if it's Gehazi or not. At some point, he has a servant named Gehazi. But he gets up early in the morning, and he walks out of the tent, and they are completely surrounded. It says the city is surrounded uh, by a, a foreign invading army. I don't remember which one it was. I just read it this morning. I can't remember. So they're completely surrounded, and he, he freaks out. You know, you can imagine he runs back in this tent, and he's like, Elijah, wake up. And Elisha, he doesn't even, he doesn't freak out. So I, I have to think, did he already know? Does he know? How does he know? He must just know. He doesn't even, he doesn't pop his head out of the tent and go, whoa. He just says, Lord, please open his eyes so he can see what's really happening here. And his eyes are opened, and he can see that the army protecting them is, with chariots of fire, is much, much bigger than the army surrounding them. And then it, it has a really great ending, which I'm not going to ruin. But I would go and read it, because the ending, you will not be expecting that ending. <laughs> it was really, really good. Okay, and then we're talking about 
he, this is what we were focusing on is my tight neck, my tight jaw, my neck, my shoulders. It's all tight. And I do it without even thinking of it. I'm not even thinking about it. And my jaw is really tight. And he showed me this morning, he said, you're trying to accomplish things with your flesh. Like you're striving for something, but you're, you're, I don't know, you're all tight and tense. Like you think you're going to accomplish this thing with your flesh, with your muscles. I am going to make this thing happen. And these are things like, these are things I'm praying for. I can't do anything in the heavenly realm with my muscles. It doesn't make any sense. Yet here, here I am stuck. So we talked about this a lot this morning. And he said, the, you're the muscles in your jaw, the muscles in your neck, the muscles in your shoulder, their only job right now is to manipulate your skeleton. You know, you got to talk, you got to move your head around. You're not in war. There's not somebody attacking you physically that you have to deal with. It's, I'm sitting in a chair praying about stuff. There is no reason for my muscles to get involved in this straining and striving. So he said, it's like you, you think your, your flesh is your offensive weapon in the spirit, in prayer, uh, against warfare, praying for somebody. Like, I think my flesh is going to accomplish that. Or like my flesh is my shield. You know, when somebody's about to hit you and you tense up, you know, you're like, oh, the blow is coming. It's, I'm tensing up, yet I'm sitting in a chair in peace, praying about, I'm praying over somebody. I'm praying something. So that's what he was showing me. You, you think that your flesh is accomplishing something. Your flesh is accomplishing nothing in the spirit. You're only, the only job for your muscles this morning is to open and shut your mouth and move your head around. That is all your flesh has to do this morning. That's all that's going on this morning. So I, so that was good. The Lord talks to me very logically because I need logic. I need it. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I'm a very logical person. So in my effort to, to have the fruits of the spirit, love and joy and peace, I find myself straining for these things. And the Lord said, you do not have to concentrate on growing spiritual fruit. You don't have to strive with your physical body. Just like a tree, as long as it has soil, water, wind and sun, and, and, yeah, and water, it's just going to produce fruit. And he said, and Karen, you're in a place where you are in good soil and you are getting the sun and the water and the wind. You have everything that you need. The fruit is just going to come. You do not have to physically strive. You have to stay in peace. Stay in peace. That was good. Um, it turns out, oh, it turned out that the only thing I wanted at the table was Jesus. Um, I had in my mind that there were things on the table. Uh, I prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. I had in my mind that there were things on the table, blessings, if you will, blessings on the table, things I could choose from, like, like the price is right, <laughs> something like that. This is a table, and there's things on it that I get to choose from. And Jesus is standing behind the table. And my first thought is, oh, he's saying, pick something, because I've prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Pick a blessing. And then my very next thought was, wait, 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 Jesus is one of the options. He's standing, I mean, you're not going to put Jesus on the table. 
he's standing behind the table. He's an option too. And I was like, oh, wait, I think I'm in error here. So then I thought, okay, let I choose Jesus. And then my next thought was, and he'll probably bless me with some of these things anyway. And I thought, oh, I think that's an error. That's an error. If I choose Jesus and then I expect some of these things, I didn't really choose Jesus, did I? Because Jesus says, give up everything for me, which means the table is cleared. And I don't know if any of that's going to come back. And I have to be okay with that in my heart. And I, and I am. I am. And I thought about that. And I was like, if I cleared the table and, you know, one of those things on the table might be a new car, which would be awesome. Um, and it would have to be a blessing because we can't afford one right now, but it would be a new car and it would be absolutely wonderful. But what if I choose Jesus and he decides not to give me a new car and he gives me something else at the end of the day, I know that whatever else he gives me, I'll say, you know what? That was better. It was better. His, his idea was better than what I wanted. I just trust him that much. And I trust that his blessings are better than what I'm wanting, what I'm holding in my hand. His blessing is going to be better. I know it. And yet my heart doesn't want to let go of some of these things. And that's my struggle. That's my struggle. And I will keep struggling with that. I'll keep going back to him on that. So at the table, I chose Jesus and I did not choose any of those blessings. I'm just choosing him. I've had a lot of those blessings and it didn't make me any happier. Jesus made me so happy. He made me so happy. I want more of him. So there you go. There was another little thing. Let's see. Here's me talking about the table. He may bless us, but it may not be the specific things we wanted. Maybe. But at the end of the day, what he blessed us with was far better than what was on the table. Isn't that great? And that's where I stopped this morning. I do want to say, though, yesterday, boy, I was getting nuggets. I was getting little nuggets all over the place. Here's a nugget. This is from Monday. This is a nugget. What you watch, what you watch on screens is who you will become. Who do you want to become? Watch that. I guess you could say read the Bible. But I was thinking, I thought about that. Okay, who do I want to become? I would like to become like one of the uh, traveling ministers, like Catherine Kuhlman had this amazing ministry, and she gave everything up for him. She gave it all up. So watch. I thought, well, I can watch a YouTube video of Catherine and just... Watch it. See how she did it. So that was a good nugget. Where's another nugget? I put stars next to my nuggets. Let's see. Um, I had hard times when I was a child. And Lord and I were talking about that on Monday. I had hard times. And um, I asked him for the umpteenth time, why didn't you stop it? And he said, and this is the first time I've heard this, I did many times. And I thought, oh, I thought he wasn't there. I really did. For, the, for into my adulthood, I thought, where were you? Where were you? And I thought he wasn't there. Although my brain tells me he was, I'm like, but where were you? And I, and I asked, why didn't you stop it? And he said, I did many times. 
Wow. Wow. That was really, really good. Um, <laughs> oh, this was more about the table. He prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I am surrounded yet not touched. It is Jesus's job to protect me and he does it very well. That's what I wrote. And then the last thing I wrote, this little nugget was, you don't graze at the Lord's table. It's not cheap food. Each item is completely fulfilling. That was really cool too. Those are my nuggets from the other day. I hope that something in this blessed you. Again, The what I heard Jesus say, I heard it in my heart, in my own mind. I am very prone to error. So anything that you take away from this, you got to take it to the Lord. You have to take it to the Holy Spirit and say, show me if this is for me or if it is not. And if it's not, you turn it off and don't listen to it anymore because it's it would break my heart um, to send somebody astray. It would break my heart. I'm listening to the Lord too. Tell me, nope, that is not right. Don't, don't publish that. That's not right. That's happened many times too. So I pray for you. And I hope you have a wonderful walk with Jesus today. And I'll see you later. Bye-bye.